welcome to episode 209. And today's episode is all about how to design a planner. And what I'm going to teach today is going to work across any sort of luxury paper product that you want. Design is so critical. And right now I've been doing a series called Running a Planner Business 101, and this is part three. And I wanna invite you to not only listen to this episode, but watch it. I actually have been putting all of my podcast episodes, or most of them, on our YouTube channel. So you can go to HoratioPrinting.com slash YouTube to actually watch this video. And if you're more of a visual learner, I think that um, YouTube will be a really fun place for you to digest this episode, but feel free to keep listening if you would prefer to listen on the go, totally understand. And let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey friend, do you love cracking open a fresh journal? Do you linger in the paper planner aisle at Target? <laughs> Me too. If you have a dream to create your own planner, devotional journal, or paper product, and you're curious about the printing process, timeline, and cost, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Dream Printing Podcast. I'm Polly Payne, CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I have sold over 45,000 paper planners and products around the world. Wanna learn how I did it? I'm gonna take you behind the scenes and teach you how you can plan, print, and publish your high quality paper product. So grab your favorite journal, your favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get that dream off the back burner and into your hands. Hello, and welcome back to the Dream Printing Podcast. I am your host, Polly Payne, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today and talk all about design product design, planner design. I'm in the middle of a, actually I'm at the end of a series called Running a Planner Business 101. I already took you through step one and step two, this is step three. Step one was episode 207 where I went through timelines. How long does it take to make a planner? When do I actually wanna launch it? When do I start it? When do I start printing? All those answers were given in part one, episode 207, so you can go back and listen. And then the second part of this series was all about finding the right printer. So you've, if you've been wondering, where do I find the right printer? How do I find the right printer? Um, should I use print on demand? Should I use a traditional printer? That question was answered in part two of this series, episode 208, which I've linked both of those in the show notes below. And today we're gonna talk about design. Design is so critical for success. I'll say it again. Design is so critical for success. Good design is why people keep coming back to buy, not only for themselves, but they buy gifts because they know it's a high quality product. This year for Christmas, I'm giving away some of my favorite things to my family and I'm giving them the things that I love, the things that have really good design, the things that have really good ingredients and quality uh, materials in them. And that's what makes your product sustainable. That's how you scale your business is having really good design because you only get to make that first impression once when you get a new customer coming into your shop. So we're going to talk about um, what the process of design looks like, how I go through design, how long it takes me to design a new product. I'm going to talk about some of the biggest mistakes I see in design so you don't have to make those mistakes. Um, and we're, we're going to really talk about where you're at in your journey and what your options are. Here's the thing. Poor design is the fastest way to lose a customer. 
I'm sure you've popped into the journal section of Marshalls or Target and you've opened something up and you've noticed that you did not like the design. And maybe that's one of the reasons why you wanna make a planner is you have not found a planner that is designed the way you want it. I know that's what happened to me. That's why I started my company almost 10 years ago when I launched Horatio Printing. We now make dream planners and devotionals and journals and all sorts of other accessories, notepads, pins, you name it, we make it. And I couldn't find the design that I wanted. But beyond just you know wanting that perfect planner or perfect idea, we know what it looks like when you open a product and you can tell like something's just off. Something doesn't look right. You've worn shoes where the design didn't make sense. You've put on jeans where the design didn't make sense and there's a gap in the back or it just doesn't make sense for your body type. And it's the fastest way to lose a customer. Let's say the next year you come out with a better design. Well, the people that bought your product the first year, they got the first year one. So it's really important to not only um, have a good design, but start strong when it comes to the design of your product. Customer retention is critical for long-term success. Customer retention is just how many people come back and buy again. In my business, I was just looking at the analytics of 2023, and 60% of my buyers this year were returning customers, which is a big bulk of my revenue. And what's even more exciting is that they produced 64% of my revenue. So 60% of them had the, sorry, let me rephrase that. 60% of orders came from old customers, but 64% of revenue came from old customers. So getting customers back in the door is exciting because A, you don't have to spend money to get those new customers, but B, they spend more money. Let's say someone buys your journal, you know, in the summer. They're like, oh, I, I want to try this journal. You put journals out. It's a mental health journal and they buy it. They like it. The design is good. The quality is good. All things are good. Well, when it comes time for Christmas, they might buy five right? They're going to spend more money as a returning customer, which is pretty cool. So all that to say, I just want you to understand how critical design is. You know what it's like when you go to a website and it's designed poorly. You don't want to hang out there. But when you go to a website and it's beautiful and it makes you feel like a breath of fresh air and it brings you peace, like it's something you can't really even put your finger on, but you know it's designed well. And that's what I really help people do in print school is help people design beautifully. That's why people come to me because my products are beautifully designed. Design needs to be user focused. The design needs to feel comfortable to them, intuitive for them. It needs to be thoughtful. And for me, I really like my products to evoke peace. And I create that by having beautiful fonts and lots of white space. It's important for your eye to be able to rest. And I think a lot of times with planners, people want to fill it up so much because they have so many things they want to put in that planner. But what happens is the design becomes so overwhelming because the page is so full and there's no space for the person to actually rest their eyes. And that's what we need. We need our journals, our planners, our devotionals to be a space of not overwhelm, but a space of peace. And so that's why I really focus on what the user needs in my design. And in terms of aesthetics, I really like to have lots of white space and like a clean minimalist design. Now there's nothing wrong with having really funky 
colorful layouts. It depends on you and you have to think about your user. The design of your product needs to be user focused, which is why when you're starting off, you know, working on design, you have to think about the customer, who they are, what they like, what they gravitate towards, what kind of clothes they gravitate towards, what kind of websites they gravitate towards, what kind of music they gravitate towards. You really have to do a deep dive into who your person is so you can kind of tailor your design to really help them say, yes, this is so me. This is so me. I have to buy it. It's so me. That's what you want, right? So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the um, the mistakes that I see in design first, and then we'll talk about my process. So here's some of the biggest mistakes that I see in design. The first thing that I see, and sometimes people jump into my print school program, which by the way, I've been running Horatio Printing for the past almost 10 years, selling products. And in June of 2022, I launched a program called Print School, where I actually take you through the whole process from idea in your head to a fully printed product, and that's Print School. Through this whole program, I give you access for two years, support you through the journey. And then after you graduate that, you get into my bonus course, which comes with Print School, and it's called Launch School. It's all about helping you launch your product, sell your product, set up your Shopify website, get your fulfillment figured out, you know, get your warehouse, you know, hand that off to someone else so they can do it or you learn how you can do it. All of that is included in Launch School. Anyways, but the thing that I see a lot of print school students come in with, which is totally fine, but it's not going to work in the long run, but it's a good start. So I don't want you to feel like I'm not trying to shame anybody by telling you this. And you might have already done this, and that's totally fine. You've been creative, and I don't want to stifle your creativity. But here's the biggest issue I see. One of the biggest issues I see is a Frankenstein Canva file. Ah, the worst. What happens is, and I know it because I've done it. Like, ooh, I think I want to build something myself, and I don't want to hire a designer. Okay, so if you're not a professionally trained designer, what happens is you go into Canva, you look at all these layouts and you're like, shoot, they've got layouts. Like I can just whip this together using Canva. Like I don't need to hire somebody. Canva's already got these pre-made designs. Like I'll just use this. So you go into Canva and you start finding some layouts you like. Maybe you find like four good pages that you like. And then you realize, oh, well, this particular theme doesn't have the pages I need for the other section I want to build. You know, maybe you, you can't find the right monthly layout you want. Well, you go to some other template and you start to Frankenstein this thing together. <clears throat> and what happens is you end up with this Frankenstein product and the headings don't match. The subject copy doesn't match. Everything is in different fonts. Uh, the, the pages don't go in the right order. Uh, when you look at the spreads, meaning like the right hand, side and the left hand side together, they don't align. They don't look like they go together and it becomes this Frankenstein product. And if you put that out in the world, you get that printed, you put your own money behind it and then you get it in the mail, you're going to realize, oh my gosh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> I don't like it. And what happens is when you print a product that you don't like, uh, it's hard to sell something you don't believe in, something you're kind of maybe even a little embarrassed about. You want to sell something that you're confident in. And that's what I want people to do. I want people to create things that are excellent, beautiful. They inspire peace. They inspire people to dream big. They inspire people to level up in their lives and go for things, right? Like you want to have a product that you're proud of. 
and a Frankenstein Canva file doesn't do it. Now, can you design in Canva and create something beautiful? Yes, you absolutely can, but you have to know how to augment and navigate Canva in a way using bleeds and grid lines and a lot, a lot of patience in order to do that. Now for me, as for me and my house, <laughs> we design all of our products in Adobe and I actually outsource to a designer who uses Adobe. And the good thing about Adobe is you can quickly edit the master pages. Like let's say you wanna change all the headings in your product to be 18 font uh, Times New Roman, just to throw out a font that everybody knows. You could change that in the master file and every single page would do it. Now, if you try to make that change in Canva, you'd have to manually change every single page. And so I do teach you the process of how to use Canva and how to use Adobe inside of Print School, but a Frankenstein Canva file is not what you want. And I have a lot of Print School students come in and say, hey, check mine out. And what I do is I'll audit their product and I'll say, okay, this, this isn't aligned, this isn't working, like, I catch all of those little mistakes and help them go back to the drawing board. So I do that a lot. I spend a lot of my time uh, auditing and supporting print school students as they're working on their files, which is so fun. I love it. So that's one of the first things that I see. The second thing I see, which is kind of built on the, the um, Frankenstein Canva concept, is misalignment where you have your left-hand page and your right-hand page and they don't align. Like the headings are off or the fonts are different sizes. And this is the biggest mistake I'm seeing. It's nothing is cohesive, right? The Frankenstein Canva problem is you open it up and it looks like you've got five different products smushed into one. And the fonts aren't cohesive, the colors aren't cohesive, the design isn't cohesive. So that's the biggest problem that I'll see. And it could be, you can also have a Frankenstein type product or something that isn't truly cohesive using Adobe, um, especially if you're pulling out templates and stuff. And one of the things we do inside of Print School is we do give you templates for Canva and for InDesign. And we teach you InDesign. So you could become a planner designer if you wanted to. Print School actually gives you that education to be a planner designer and you could you could go on Upwork and sell your services as a planner designer. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of possibility when you enroll in the program. So another big mistake that I see is having a product that isn't user focused, meaning you have all these things that you want the product to be, like I want it to be a planner and a devotional and a space for gratitude. But how does it flow? How are you teaching the user to use it? And if you don't give instruction and it doesn't flow in a process, you wanna take that person on a journey when they open your product from point A to point B. And if you're just giving them like, here's an idea, here's a thought, here's an idea, here's a thought, it doesn't make sense. And like, do I do all of these pages at one time? Do I break it up? Do I do a certain amount per day? You wanna think about the user journey. And that's something in print school, we go through the ideation process. We go through creating an index file so you can understand the skeleton of your product. And what's great about that, when you have a skeleton built out, you can easily hire a designer and say, hey, this is the skeleton of the product. These are my sketches for the first couple pages. This is the idea, build it out. 
And they can do that because you've handed off well. What happens if you don't have a clear vision to articulate when you're hiring a designer? You know what happens? You waste a ton of money. Because when you hire a designer and they don't know what you want, they're going to build what they want. And then they're going to, you're going to come back and go, Hey, you didn't read my mind. <laughs> like you didn't give me what I wanted. And guess what? They're working per hour. So the more you can take it down the field, the more you can clearly articulate what you want, uh, the better it'll be. And in print school, we give you not only our preferred designers that you can work with, we give you the tools so you can delegate and hand off your project well. And then we also give you contracts, like here's a contract to use, here's an NDA, you know, for you to use with the, the designer. So let me take you through the process of design and what this looks like really quick. So the first step to design, you have a choice to make. Are you gonna DIY or are you gonna hire a designer? So we've got DIY or done for you. And even with done for you, you still have to put in a little bit of work because you have to teach them what you want, right? But for the most part, DIY or done for you. Now, if you are sitting here watching this and you already have a Frankenstein Canva product, you have done the groundwork for a trained designer to take your concept and run with it and make it perfect, which is super exciting. So don't feel like, oh man, I've got a Frankenstein. Like that's a good thing. That means you've you've put in the energy, you've focused on what you wanted, and now you can actually hand it off to somebody and they're not gonna have to start from scratch. They're gonna have a really good idea about what you want because you've already created that Frankenstein Canva file. So done for you or DIY. Now for me, I do hire a designer. I want a done for you option because using Adobe is not my strength. I could do it if I wanted to, but I'm a busy gal. I've got two kids at home. Um, I'm running Horatio Printing. I'm also running my print school program. I have a YouTube channel and a podcast. Um, and I like to work out sometimes and, you know, hang out with friends when I can. So I don't have time to, to fiddle with the design and that's okay. Now you can choose either option, uh, hiring a designer or done do it yourself. If you do it yourself, especially if you already have like design training or background, um, it's great because you can save money. That's a great way to save money is to do it yourself, which is why in my print school program, we give you the templates and the training for you to do that. That way, if you are trying to bootstrap this and you're like, I got to do it myself. Great. You can learn how to do it. I hired one of my preferred partner designers to come in and teach that. Cause like I said, I'm not the biggest expert with Adobe. I, I'm a pretty good master at Canva. Um, but Adobe is not my strength. So I, I brought in a third party to teach that and to also create the templates for you. So you have to make that choice. But either way, whether you're DIYing or done for you, these are kind of those four steps that you're gonna do after you choose. The first step of design is creating the master pages. Now, what is a master page? The master page is basically a page in your product that is unique and could potentially be copied and pasted throughout the product. For example, I'll show you my planner for those of you watching on YouTube. I've got my 2023 planner, which is almost done. You know, like the year's almost over. Not to say we're almost done. It's been done for a long time. But here is um, a weekly layout. This is, I'm using the vertical planner. And this is a master page because this page is repeated in my planner 52 times, right? There's 52 weeks in the year. So this is a master page. Also the monthly layout is also a master page. Now, 
the front of my planner, I have a little welcome letter because I like my planner to kind of feel very personal um, and beautiful and to be written like a letter to a friend because that's what I see this as. This is a master page. This is a core page of my product that is uniquely designed. Um, I don't repeat this page anywhere, but this is also considered a master page. So that's the first thing that you do. When you hand it off to a designer or you're doing it yourself, you wanna create the master pages first and make sure they're perfect before you duplicate any. For example, you wanna get the weekly layout the perfect way you want it before you copy and paste it 52 times and spend all the times doing the dates. That's huge. So that's what master pages are. The second step is once you have the master pages fully built out or you've worked with a designer and you're like, these are approved, check, 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 let's go. The second step is called the full build out, the full build out. And that's where the whole product is built out per the index file, which the index file is basically a skeleton file um, in, I use Google Sheets. I have a template for this inside of Print School where you map out what you want on the left hand and the right hand side of every page so you can really see what your spreads are. And often um, when Print School students sign up, they grab a call with me because when you enroll in Print School, you can grab a call pretty cheap when you're signing up. And that's one of the things that I do a lot in our Unstuck sessions is, hey, can you help me build out the index file? And I love doing it. I can usually build out an index file in 20 minutes or less. So that's definitely one of my strengths and something I help principal students do. So that's the second step is building out the full build out. For me, my planner is about 220 pages and I probably have about 25 master pages. So it's going from here are the master pages to we now have a fully built out file. After I have that fully built out file handed to me from my designer, I start editing. Edit, 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 edit. I'll send it out to multiple editors. Um, I'll edit it myself. I usually edit on an iPad and then I also like to print it out just to have a hand copy. I'm a paper girl through and through. And so I like to edit by hand. And then lastly, you also wanna edit, uh, create the cover art. So the cover art files uh, what you want to be on the front, what you want to be on the back, also what you want designed on the pocket. Um, we have to create the tab files as well, which is something I teach to principal students how to create your tab files. Um, what you want on your inner pages if you're doing book bound. And then also any packaging. So that final art cover step can also include like the design of your box, the design of your cloth bag. And the good thing is once you kind of really nail down your uh, packaging design, you don't have to do that every single year. It's kind of just like the first year you have to do it. And then we also design a insert that goes in the product and things like that. So once you have all of those pieces together, you can then export your print ready files and hand them to the printer and take the next step, which is ordering a sample. And what's super exciting is when you get to the step of having your print ready files, you reach out to my printer. You can pick which one you want to work with. I give you options when it comes to printers and you can get quotes from both of them and compare. But when you select which one you're going to go with for your sample, I pay for your sample. As a print school student, I cover that cost because it's my gift back to you for making it this far in the program. And I love to pay for that because once you get that sample in your hands, you can start marketing it. You can start teasing it. You can start pre-order campaigns um, and jumping into launch school. 
So that's a really fun little graduation present of print school. So then you can jump into launch school. Now, how long does this take? I have seen people in print school program go from beginning to end in 30 days. That's probably the fastest. I think a really good estimate would be three months, especially if you're going to, it takes you a while to do the ideation before you move into design. Now, just the design part, meaning you're ready to go, you, you've done your ideation, you've got your copy ready, you know what you want. The design, once you hand it off to a designer, can take one to four months, depending on the designer you're working with, depending on how many tweaks and back and forths you wanna go. For me, I already have my master product built. Like my planner is built. It's just a matter of refreshing the dates and the copy each year. So for me, it takes usually less than two months just to do that because I'll take my time with my editors and sending it out. And sometimes, you know, it takes me a minute to get back and that sort of thing. So I usually budget about two months for the design to, um, to be done. And that's it. That's pretty much it. So I wanted to ask you, watching or listening, where are you at in your process? Are you already have a Frankenstein Canva file? Do you need to go through ideation, which is the step before design where you really think about what do I want to make? Who is it for? How many pages do I want to have? And you might not know the question of how many pages you want to have until you've gone through the true ideation process. That's okay. Like that question can be answered later. Um, but really knowing what you want. So I'm curious, where are you at in the journey and what questions do you have? You can always go back to episode 207 or 208 to learn more about timelines, to learn more about printers. But I really want to encourage you to take the next step, which is to apply for print school. This program is made for you. If you are really serious about running a planner business or a journal business or a devotional business, or maybe you want to create all those products one day and you want to have a whole printing business like I have, this program is absolutely built for you. I have been refining it. We went from Print School 1.0 to Print School 2.0. What's exciting is Print School 2.0 comes with Print School and Launch School, which gives you everything you need to make sure you have a beautiful product and then you set up to launch it successfully. So I hope that you will consider applying. Go to HoratioPrinting.com slash PrintSchool to put in your application. And you can also watch my free workshop at HoratioPrinting.com slash workshop. This workshop is also for you. It takes you through the whole dream printing process. So if you're interested, but you want to learn more uh, and you're ready to learn more, take some notes, go watch the workshop. It's free. It's for you. And it's waiting for you over at HoratioPrinting.com slash workshop. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. You are so loved and happy early Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the dream printing podcast. I hope you learned something today and I would love to partner with you to make your print dreams come true. Take the next step by watching my free on-demand workshop at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash workshop. That link is down in the show notes, or you can go ahead and jump to step two, which is go ahead and apply for print school where you're going to get all my systems, the dream printing method, my contacts, my printer, 
all the shortcuts and templates. You can apply at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash print school. Yay! If this show has blessed you in any way, please consider taking five seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. I read each and every one and it blesses me. If you have a question, feel free to just DM me. Pop over to Instagram, DM my personal account, Polly underscore pain. I'd be happy to chat with you and just see what questions you have and connect. I cannot wait to see what you create and bring into the world. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved.